I looked at something this morning that said there was like a little buttons that you could add it to other places and I'll see if I can. If not, we'll just add it to. Okay, because it says we're going to activate your imagination now. Okay, and then it says. Yeah, I don't actually know how to do it, so I'm going to have to figure it out. Said I could press these little buttons and share it in other spots, but yeah. Um, Hi, Emmy. But that's okay. I will just share it to him afterwards or whatever. And then I'll figure it out for next time. So, hi. I want to see if there's comments or anything here. Um, share this video with friends that says I'm here. Let's see how I do that. Can I share this video? Just doing a couple techie things. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll figure that part out later, but I don't know. We won't be on here super long today. Um, but we're just going to chat a little bit about just the way things have been unfolding the last couple of weeks and the thoughts that we're having, of course. Um, so yesterday I posted a post about feeling like I was waiting, like waiting for something to happen and feeling weirdly empty and bored and just sort of like observing over the past couple of weeks, what's going on with me. And, and, um, the thing that I know for sure is that I'm always being led. My origination is always leading me. So even if I can't see what's happening in the moment, I do know that somewhere inside of myself. And so I've had this curiosity over what has felt like the space in between this emptiness in between like something really thrilling happening or our trip with Molly and, and you know, like into this in-between space. And um, yesterday it occurred to me, like the person that I was really waiting on was me. I thought I was waiting on you. I thought I was waiting on Nick. I thought I was waiting on inspiration. I thought I was waiting on all these things, but all of a sudden it landed within me. I was ready for the next experience. And I was like, oh, the person that I'm waiting on is me. And in realizing that, and then in deciding to make a move like post and show up, and we had some ideas and we have some new classes coming and some things that we're experiencing in the momentum moving forward really quickly again, all of a sudden, what happens is we, I've gotten to this place where I can then start to see when I look backwards and not like evaluate and dissect and that it's wrong, but all of a sudden I can see like, oh, I was blind in that moment, but I can see where, where things are shifting and changing and, and what's actually been happening under behind the scenes in the last couple of weeks. And one of those things for me, interestingly enough, um, was when we were with our sister who is in the pro rodeo circuit, what I began to realize watching her go after this like desire of her heart, like to be all that she was created to be and to immerse herself in this experience, no matter what of this desire to, you know, see what she's made of in the rodeo circuit basically and see, um, do what's required of her to get to where she wants to go what I kept hearing during that time and what I've been hearing subsequently, like it's screaming at me is that massive desires require massive support. Yeah. 
And I mean, a massive desire could be something as public as making it to the NFR and a massive desire could be something, you know, like true intimacy with your husband or experiencing your own body in a very like connected way. Like it doesn't have to be like a public thing. A massive desire is very personal to each one of us. And um, in, in your desires requiring support, my desires that I have, um, support has always been something that has been very, very hard for me. Um, in the last live that I did by myself in just that short little live, it was about the end of isolation. And it was about this change in me of feeling just connected and open and vulnerable and free to love and to not have to feel alone and on my own. And like, I have to manhandle everything and take care of everything. And almost immediately after posting that, I heard in my head, it was very quick and it was like one second. It was like, okay, that's enough. And it's been something for me that has popped up at different times in my life. Like you would never think I'm uncomfortable talking in front of a camera or sharing my experience or writing a post and those things. And individually I'm not, but when they add up to too many times or too much or too frequently, it, it causes me in my own self-preservation to retreat and to keep myself in check to make sure I don't cross the, the threshold of like too much, too much. That's, that's too much of yourself. Like that's too much vulnerability. I mean, I teared up in the, in the live stream. I was feeling really just like genuinely the fullness of just how I was genuinely feeling in that moment. And on the other side, I was like, okay, that's enough of that. Like, <laughs> and it happened really fast and I didn't even really realize it, but I, I found myself then being at a loss for words after that and um, hearing um, words for a post, they, they just sort of download into my head and then just dismissing them or typing them down, but not posting them. Um, and looking back on it, these things were just sort of happening in, you know, like seemingly unrelated, but of course connected. Um, and I just am surprised in some ways still how much I, the patterning of isolating myself in the need of self-protection pops up in my life as we're moving to this new experience that we're going to. Yeah, and the, the crazy thing is, is it doesn't seem to pop up for either one of, for either one of us during times of like intense um, forward motion and energy. In the scariest times, it does not pop up. It's actually in the in-between times where like the next edge isn't as um, like, you don't really know what it is. You kind of feel like there's nothing going on. You're just like, okay, so now that I don't have any problems and I just don't have anything that's like right there pushing me to this place that I may die. That's the time. It's like in the silence, in the, in the, you get to do whatever you want. You have no rules. You get to live your life. You own all your time. You actually don't have any problems anymore. It's like, that that space in between the next edge is actually for you and I some of the most terrifying times because we <laughs> love the thrill. And when the thrill isn't there, it's when we get bored and those old patterns, ghost versions of them pop up and, and we don't even really realize it that you play them out because they're like so subtle. Right. Like that, like you said, that thought was a split second, like, okay, that's too much. It's, it's, it's like almost non-existent. And so you just don't even realize it until a week goes by or however many days. And you're like, what is 
exactly is going on. I'm feeling myself behaving in this way. I haven't behaved in a way. And it's like, we're trying to put our finger on it. And eventually we always do, but it, it's super, super, super subtle, super subtle. Yeah. It's like this addiction to playing it out. Yes. And then it's funny because I'll even find myself being like, thinking I had no thoughts about something. And then once I recognize, I'm like, oh, actually I was like, okay, that's enough. Mm-hmm. And um, like give somebody else a turn. And, you know, maybe people don't want to know every thought you've ever had in your entire life. Like, do you have to tell them everything? Like, can you just keep some things to yourself? You know, like, and it just, it sort of rolls into that thing. And you, like, for me, I was like, very unconscious of it in some capacity because they were happening fast, but I also felt like something else was happening at the same time. Mm -hmm. Like, like I was being prepared. There was an emptiness there for a reason. I'm collecting what is required and there is, there are no mistakes and I can't get it wrong. And I'm never leading myself anywhere. And, you know, I shouldn't have could have woulda, but when, when the revelation happens again, then suddenly you're like, oh, I can see where this was clear energy. And I can see where it started to get mucked up and where it really starts to get mucked up for me and for you is in the in-betweens in, in between time to be able to hold the emptiness and the certainty yeah. of that, that, that we're on our way to the next thing is where it gets wild. But the reason that I, part of the reason that I found it so interesting is because then yesterday when I had this realization that I've retreated and, and like kind of sh- shut down a little bit because I didn't want to get too big for my britches or too didn't want to be too much. Um, what happened was it was followed by knowing that my move was to show up 30 days in a row. And whether that's talking or whether that's, I don't know exactly how that's going to be, but for 30 days in a row, I'm going to be too much for myself. Okay. Because the other thing I know is even when I've been having these thoughts about like, maybe they don't want this, or maybe what it really is, is me and me, like I'm using someone else or, or the potential judgment of somebody else or their perception of me to keep myself in check because I've hit the threshold within myself of too muchness for me. And, and knowing that the truth from, for the truth is that I am all into this and I'm doing this and I'm, there is no quitting. There's no quitting being who I am, (laughs) really. I don't know exactly how that's going to play out in the physical world of originators and me and our, my marriage and my family, but there is no quitting this work and there's no quitting the expansion and the experience of who I was created to be. So even if I do retreat, for a week or for 10 days, or even I'm still doing something and I'm still going to pick myself up and I'm still going to figure it out. And I'm still going to move forward no matter what, and nothing could be lost in that time. Um, but I really want to just be who I am and what I want to do in the moment and not second guess the, like keeping myself in check part. Like if I don't feel like posting, I don't feel like posting, but if I do feel like posting and I don't because I did it three days ago or because I did it once and that's enough or because I already said something, then that's where the, that's where it gets mucky. Yeah. And just in general, the idea of like, okay, that's enough. Like, where is it enough of everything? Like where in my own life do I tell myself, okay, like that's enough. That's enough intimacy. That's enough vulnerability. That's enough connection. That's enough love. That's enough honesty. That's enough success. That's enough money. That's enough of your opinion. That's enough of your voice. Like that's enough of wanting something. That's enough of 
asking for something like there it, it it actually can be part of your experience in a multitude of ways. Yeah. Yeah, that plays out in a million different ways. Like I just in this last time of being really quiet, feeling like we're being really quiet or whatever it is, um, you know, that's playing out in, in its own ways with me and coming to this point where it's like, how many times have I told myself that it's enough? And for me right now, it's, it's, it's going to the next edge of originators and this work and what we are here to do and all of the elements of it. And um, even playing out in the ways of like, you know, what we do and and like who we're for and what we talk about and if it doesn't all fall into the same exact subject or whatever like like that's enough things that you talk about like you don't have to need to know everything about everybody and everything that's ever happened in the world like although energy is energy and when you know how it works you know how pretty much everything works and so it's just like playing out in that way then like what kind of permission do I have to know all of the things that I actually do know and and that's enough in that way and and in another way because everything is connected and when in the patterning is as I'm playing out that it's too much or enough or whatever in my own life it's playing out in this way of like for a really long time and there is no going backwards and there wasn't anything that was wrong but for a long time in my life it was enough to um you know figure out how to expose myself in my marriage and figure it out in my finances and figure it out in my work and figure it out in whatever and and know that I actually have a hand in the creation of everything and I was able to um, bring myself to what I felt like was a neutral place with inside of my body and in my health and that was enough for me for a long time and now suddenly it's not enough anymore and it's like I could lie to myself and be like okay this is enough I'm this is exactly where I want to be it actually doesn't mean anything which for a really long time it meant everything to me then it was a really big edge to make it mean nothing but now meaning nothing isn't enough for me in my physical body so my next edge is to like like you said the end of isolation it's the end of isolation with me inside of my body but it's also the end of isolation with me having to know all the answers for myself inside of, in with my body. And so to end isolation, I, you know, have hired a personal trainer and I'm actually hiring a second personal trainer. So I'm hiring two personal trainers. I mean, one would be enough, right? But I'm actually hiring two. And all of these different things where they just are like the next edge for myself and the next place where okay, where am I actually denying what I truly want? Like, yes, it is enough to feel good in your body. And yes, it is enough to be able to do everything you need to do on a daily basis. But for me, right in this moment, I actually want to go to the complete, all in, unknown place that my body has never been before. And for me right now, where I'm at, it's not enough for me to just take me there. Like I actually require massive support in this part of my next move. Like I actually need to hire a coach. I actually needed to do these things to hold me up where I don't know if it's possible for me. Like to just know it's possible for me is becoming like not enough. Like I actually wanna go past and past and past and past what I even know. And we've been able to do that in a million places in our life. But for some reason at this, you know, for however long it's played out when I got really intimate with myself I was like the truth is is it switched somewhere in there and now I'm starting to avoid that so now I actually need to have that um you know be massively provided for and live in the body that I actually want to live in not the one that I've told myself is good enough right yeah. And part of that is taking out the stakes of what it all meant so that you can feel into the true desire that you have around it. Mm -hmm. It's hard to know what the true desire is in the experience of your body when it means a million things. So when you empty out the meaning of all those things, then, then you can really connect with the heart of, 
of the experience that you want to create with yourself and with, and, and the way that you want to create it, whether that's with somebody else leading you or with, whether it's you getting in there and tackling it on your own. And that's why it's so deeply personal in these moments of how this work plays out in everybody's life and, and, and in our own lives, like you and I end up weirdly being so parallel. And of course, you know, we are, I don't know, two, one soul and two bodies or something. Um, so however it ends up playing out for us, you know, we call each other on the phone and we're like, I'm like, okay, I, know that my move is to post every, or is to show up every day. And she's like, oh my God, I've known that about myself, you know, with whatever I've been thinking the same thing about me, or I'm like, oh gosh, over the weekend, I just decided like, I've really been digging into what macros are and like thinking about food and nutrition and how to support my body in a healthy way. And she's like, oh my God, I just reached out to hire a coach. Like we don't have every conversation we have, like we do these things individually and, and I don't feel any need to hire a coach. I, I don't, I mean, that's, and, and we're doing things differently, but we both have these, I don't know, these innate like areas that we're focusing on and that are part of what the fullness of life means to each of us. Like somebody else might decide that having it all in the fullness of their own life is very, looks very different, but um for us, it, it's just this never ending deepening of yeah. where are the places now where I get to just dig in and experience the richness of what it means to be alive and what it means to be human and what it means to be, you know, a living, breathing being that has the potential of fullness right now. And, and it ebbs and it flows and it changes. And one day it's like, it's where the intimacy and honesty with ourselves is so important. Yes. And it's just like, I wrote in this last post, like, you don't have to go looking for it. Like I didn't have to go looking for this moment. You didn't have to go looking for that moment. It's a combination of saying yes a million times and no a million times and just being present and being equipped with um, what you need to know yourself. Like yeah. you need to be able to know how to be intimate with yourself and truthful and then make those moves. It wasn't like we were denying any part of ourselves in the past and now we're finally ready to face it it's like wherever you're led the focus is there and you then get to your next place and your next place and your next place and that's how there are no mistakes and you're always being led it's just when those things arise for you and I it's it's like this feeling of like hmm like before it was super obvious and now it's kind of like hmm, something feels like it's happening here or I feel strange <laughs> not really sure what's going on and then it's just like duh, 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 duh. the next thing confronts but they're very um there are things that hold a lot of energy but not in the way that it used to hold energy where it was like everywhere you looked you were confronted with it and it was very it was a, I don't want to say it was easier but it was um more uh it made itself more known it was like once you knew in the in the beginning of this kind of work it was like you could not unknow where you needed to face. Now it's kind of like, now if I could, am I, what am I, what's going on? You know, it's, it's just more, I mean, you could very well live without ever confronting another thing. Exactly. Our, our purpose here is to always bring ourselves to the next edge. So we're looking for, we're not even looking for them. It's just like when they appear, it's like, yeah, I like this. I like this. But you could be very well just, you know, it just, there's nothing left, left to fix. <laughs> Coast mode <laughs> where nothing happens. Right. You know, like, I, which is not like the ideal situation for you and I. Right. You know? Yeah, we kind of like to do that. It's funny when the next edge becomes like, when your next edge becomes like, my next edge is the mundane. <laughs> right. 
you know, like, and, the, and, and to just not be seeking whatever it to be different in the space in between. And, and I was able to do that for a while. And then I wasn't, and then, and then, and then it just moved to the next spot. But um, the other thing that I wanted to say about what I've been thinking about in this like massive desire requires massive support is and and isolation you know in the ways that women feel that we are on our own and that we have to like handle all the things there becomes this back and forth it's like this battle within yourself of of wanting to have an experience and then feeling as though somewhere being disconnected from the from the provisions of how it will be provided to you and what that what that support will look like and be like and how it will be delivered to you in in the fear and the meaning and the doubt that it will be or that you could count on god or count on the people that you love or count on your clients or count on you know the money or count on the support in any way shape or form what I found that I have done in those moments is become highly cynical of the things that it is that I do truly desire to experience in those ways of being supported and in those ways of what I what I think support is going to look like or experience of support knowing I'm supported um, I, I have become, or I have realized that I have been highly cynical of those experiences and dismissed them and lied to myself that I don't actually want them, that they're either don't matter or they're insignificant or they're dumb or like who cares or because I've wanted to protect myself from losing that experience. <laughs> it's not even the getting of the experience that is like, oh, I'm trying to push away success because I'm afraid of success. It's like, well, I'm pushed, and you push away that experience that you want to have because what if you get it and then somebody takes it away from you? So I'll pretend, I'll tell myself that I don't actually want that, or I'll tell myself that they're not happy doing it, or I'll tell myself that. It doesn't really matter. And I can just be, you know, over here doing my own thing. And in that cynicism of having to be alone and on my own to make stuff happen for me, a huge spot of being cynical is like relationships with women yeah. and women in general and finding myself, you know, avoiding connection and community and celebration and women at all costs. Like just, I'll just do my own thing. Like, you know, it's just been an interesting thing to realize within myself, all of the ways that I have been cynical or dismissive or um, avoiding experiencing connection with other women or even celebrating other women's success or anything like that. Totally. Yeah. And it is such a good, um, like energetic wise, like it holds a lot of energy. Right. And so out of self-protection, people become cynical. I've done it a million times and it is one of those things that I challenge everybody that hears this is like, where am I cynical? Like, where am I, where do I brush things off or where have I decided that that's ridiculous or oh, they get to have that because they're wah, wah, wah. whatever it is that's happening. It's like holds a lot of energy there. And really the truth is it's because that's what, if there were no rules and you couldn't get yourself in trouble, like, of course, would want to have whatever it is that it is you know yeah 
And the truth is, is if it's not happening in your life, if you are not getting, if you don't have it, it's because you actually do not want it. There's somewhere in your system that is, has decided that it is not for you or it would be too risky to have. Yeah. And so you decide then that you never did want it and it's dumb and blah, blah, blah all the things or she can do it because she's you know has a husband that pays her bills or whatever it is like there's always some kind of excuse or reasoning like when you try to like reason with yourself of why somebody else can and you can't or you wouldn't even want it if you could yes or you tell yourself the story like oh she must be really miserable like this is all fake yeah She can't be that happy. She must be hiding something. <laughs> right. The other thing too is like, um, you know, I recently found myself saying like, how, how does this happen? How does this work? How did this person have, you know, for example, a million dollar week? How, how do you have a million dollar week? How did you have a, you know, 2000 people? be on at one time when you're talking like how 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 and that was like such a good clue to me to be like well if I'm wondering how then I actually don't believe that it's possible or I don't believe it's for me or I don't understand and like energetics wise like that's not gonna happen if I'm like uh how I just don't get it I yeah. don't get how that could be possible I'm basically saying that's not possible right you know yeah Interesting. We had like a how much it, like if, if everything's energy and you're programming your experience, what are you actually programming it with? Right. And, and so much of it is unconscious. You don't even know, like you, you have this desire, but it's loaded with all of this stuff. It's loaded with your experience. It's loaded with the past. It's loaded with the belief systems. It's loaded with it. It's like so loaded in there. And then what happens is it, it requires you to do the work and to receive the support and the experience and the revelations and the, like, when you're, when, who you were created to be and what you begin to experience, like when you begin to experience who you were created to be and you commit to doing that no matter what, those desires come forth within you and your work is just to submit to them. Like no matter what it ends up looking like or what's required of you to do or to say or to not say or in those moments. Um, but you don't really know where that's gonna take you or lead you and how, what you're gonna have to face. And all of the, 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 the automated systems are weirdly like skewing the energy. Like to do the live stream and share my heart, really, it wasn't until like the other side of it that all of that stuff riles up in me. And then it begins to skew the experience that I have of myself. And I don't even really, really consciously am not even aware that it's there, that I'm like thinking or that I've experienced or that the pattern is programmed into me. Like give somebody else a term. You're too much. Nobody wants to hear what you have to say. How many times do you have to just put yourself out there? Like when is enough enough with you? Why do you guys have to be the center of attention? Like, I mean, if I start actually acknowledging what is in there that causes me to wonder if it's going to be okay, if I show up online two days in a row, like okay, there's, there's stuff in there. And, and it doesn't necessarily matter other than to acknowledge it and to make the choice to act override it and against it and not let it be the determining factor and then do what's required to keep moving through it. But what happens is most people just be like, I have this desire and then this stuff happened. So it wasn't meant to be right. Right. Because it stops everybody. So like, even if somebody is not even if there's things that are active, like we go forward anyway, and then we deal with the aftermath of it instead of waiting for the perfect conditions of like 
100% confident. Right. Yeah, because you want to feel it like aligned with it before you're willing to do it, but you'll never align with it until you just do it. Right. And to know that, that those things that are coming up are not bad and they're not like taking you away from the experience. They're just what's required for you to address on your way to the experience. Right. I'm part of this group. Um, it's around like this eating, like carb cycling eating program. And I'm just exploring my relationship to food, <laughs> like in a new way outside of like all the content and all the meeting, but just like thinking about it as fuel and support for my body and, and playing with what food feels supportive and what food feels energetic and what feels tired and how, how much food feels good and how much feels like too much. Like I'm just, um, in the process of experiencing it and collecting data, like with not a lot of meaning, but in that group, there's, I don't know, thousands of women in this group. And it's so interesting. The combinations there, there seems to be like two ways of experiencing the, the, the moment, because a lot of it's around weight loss and, you know, those sort that, that sort of thing, which isn't my goal, but doesn't matter. Anyway, there's, there's the group of women who are in the long game, who are in it for their health and as a support structure and who are becoming strong and who are experiencing, you know, challenging themselves and seeing what they're made of and doing something that they never thought that they could do. And then there's the women who are obsessed with the outcomes, who are only participating in the experience in, in how it's going to land and whether, and those are the women who are like, I've only lost 24 pounds in 90 days. I'm so frustrated and disappointed. <laughs> and it's like, you only lost 24 pounds in 90 days. Like, or it's been six days. Do you guys see a difference? I'm feeling frustrated or I'm starving or I'm, it's just like, it's like so interesting the way of watching the experience between um, like the desire to live a certain way and the, I need this weight to come off yeah. or I, or it's not worth it for me to have this experience. And so much of our work is about like um, uncoupling and unraveling the conditional outcome reaction and response to know whether something was worth doing or not doing or worth having or not having and always looking to like, is it working? Is it working? Is it happening? Is it happening? Am I doing it right? Am I doing it good enough? Am I doing it fast enough? Am I, and it's just been an interesting dynamic to watch unfold. Cause I've been in the other spot before. I mean, I've been in both circles, mm -hmm. but there are very few outcomes and conditions in any area of my life that matter all that much to me. Right. Yeah. For me, it's like, uh, I've definitely been in the outcome, you know, situation when it comes to body and weight and all of those things. And when we first started this or before we started this, I was like consumed with my own body image in a multitude of ways. And then through this work, I was able to get this to this place of like, it doesn't mean what I think it means. And I became very neutral in it. And I started doing like more like intuitive, like what is it that I actually want? Like when am, am I um, done eating, but continue to eat or whatever it is. And just started getting to know my body in this way that I never had. And now it's shifting to this other place that doesn't have anything really to do really with my body, except for it's the next edge of experiencing myself pushing myself to a place that I never have done before. And so if I work through those things inside of myself through lifting weights or having a trainer or having realizing all the places that I deny myself or make excuses or when I actually want to um, feel the healthiest and strongest I've ever been, but then not willing to do 
anything in action to do that except for to just feel that way like I actually want to be healthy and strong and have my body um be able to perform however I want it to in the moment that arises like part of this work for me has been uh like I said in this past post like I didn't go looking for it like we had the thing is is that you just prepare yourself in all the ways to experience the moment at hand as they present themselves. And that feels like my next edge is like preparing my actual physical body, but through the experience of myself in it, like it's the overflow and outcome that yes, your muscles get bigger or your weight comes off. And I've done that too. I have lost weight just by doing nothing except for changing the energy around it which then led me to the place that I can be at where I can experience myself and not all of my well-being weighs on the decision of it or if you know I'm a good person or a bad person or it means that I'm a loser or that I'm a winner or whatever it is it doesn't matter all those things are different for me but the thought of going all into this unknown place that I've never been is thrilling to me for the thrill of it yeah. And then also to, um, for me, like I said, it's, I hired a trainer because I, my normal thing is to be alone and do it by myself. So mm -hmm. I'm like, actually in this, it goes against my patterning to have support and to lean on somebody or to just, um, have, uh, like a support system around me, yeah. which I mean, we have each other and those things, but both of our personalities are more alone together, alone together, which will still be the case, but right. it's just totally different from anything I've ever done. And, and the whole point is to just experience myself and see what comes up for me in it and what, 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 um, where am I being led? And, and that part is the thrill for me, right. Showing myself the strength of myself internally and that there's actually nothing off limits to me in this life. Like for a long time, I just believed that I was just going to be, you know, average, but like, I actually want to be like excellence in all the places in my life. Like I want to experience like the fullness and goodness of it all. And that includes every aspect. So when you, so if you can, if I can, then I do want to, you know? Right. Yeah. And, and I feel like, God, maybe I already said this. I don't know. I feel blind in this conversation today, but even exploring food in a new way is me support, like being provided with the support. Did I already say this? I don't, I, don't <laughs> I feel like when I've been looking at this, this statement of massive desires require massive support and looking every, everywhere in my own life of where do I deny myself being supported in the way that I truly want to be like how many times I just don't eat food or I don't put water into my body or I don't like, it's a denial of, um, the like foundational experience to having it all. Mm -hmm. it, and, and what I have realized is in this, knowing that this, this like phase of my unfolding is about the end of isolation. It's like, where am I isolating myself even from being nourished in food? Like, or where am I knowing what, how I truly want to eat? which is to make like a really delicious, like vegetable filled salad. And like, and I, I don't want to take the time to make something like that. And so I settle for something that I don't even want because I'm denying myself, even the experience and the support of if there were no rules and I couldn't get myself to trouble, what would I actually want to eat? It is actually the things that are the most nourishing for my body, but I have been making choices to not have that experience and sacrificing within me and me and denying those things. And, and I think that that's where I'm looking at this in, a, in an entirely different way of ever being able to look at it. 
Um, and whether that's like, like, where am I, you know, denying the love of my husband or the connection of a friendship or the celebration of somebody else's utter success and to not, and to not look at it like other coaches who are killing it and who are genuinely being who they are and are impacting women and making money and living out their dreams and experiencing themselves. I want to genuinely celebrate that in them because when I don't, I, I cut myself off from that experience as well. And before I used to just think like celebration in general was like a weird thing. Like it was all wrapped into like this, like wonky idea of like being humble, like, yeah, don't be braggy or whatever. So celebration to me was like, oh, it doesn't really matter. Or this is weird. Or, you know, like, I don't know. I feel really uncomfortable, but I've even found myself in this weight or in this, this eating group these women, I mean, I normally never comment on anything. And I'm like, you go girl, you're amazing. I'm so proud of you. You're awesome. Or like, you know, like they're sharing their results and I'm like, who this new phone, who this? I don't even like recognize myself, but for the first time, like celebration feels like a genuine desire of like, yeah, where before it always felt like a way to try to get more of, it was like tricking myself into getting more of what would somehow make me feel different. But, and, and I found that like with, you know, coaches and, and these women who are doing this work in the world and experiencing these things that I also want to have in my own life, in my own way, not in their way, but just being like, wow, like what we're doing here on this planet, each of us being our actual selves and then being supported in that financially, emotionally, in connection, in all of the ways, like it's actually really quite amazing. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you get to have it all, you actually get to have it all, like every single bit of it. Right. And then just figuring out what that is for you individually. Mm-hmm. And what have you thought wasn't actually part of the all for you is yeah. where you go headfirst into. Right. One of our clients the other day was talking about something and that she, she had a, she, she was selling a horse and a year ago she was trying to sell a horse and she was saying like, she had all of these feelings about wealthy people that were interested in her horse and how she like, did not like that. She didn't want rich people to just be able to drop $80,000 on a horse. Like, you know, because it, and, and really like, when you think about like what, what she just said, like when you brought it to her attention, like what you just said, like actually, you know, if you, if you're going to hold yourself apart from the thing that you actually is part of the system, right. You want to actually be able to train and sell these high dollar horses and have people who can just drop money on them and have it be no thing. But when you don't want that because of all of the meaning that you've made around what that would mean about a person in their, um, you know, who's got money and you're pushing it away for yourself at the exact same time. And that actually conversation prompted me to look at myself and be like, okay, where am I doing that unconsciously? Where am I pushing away and dismissing the one thing that also is required of me to have this, to have the experience of money and the experience of, you know, support that I want to have. Right. And in reality, it prompted the conversation to her whether it happened in what order but she where am I where am I denying myself and part of it was that she actually didn't want to be working where she was working and she decided to quit her job and within days eighty thousand dollars of income came in right which seemed like out of nowhere like it's just so wild how it works like you can't plan for it it's not logical you can't you don't you think you can know, but you just cannot. How subtly, like, you think, okay, it doesn't really make that much of a difference if I stay in a place that I don't really want to be in, but it makes all of the difference because you can tell yourself the million reasons why it's a good idea to stay there. 
Right. There's only like one really idea that's like why it's not a good reason is just because like I just don't want to be here. It's just not for me. But it makes money. It does these. You agreed to it. People are counting on you. What would my husband say? What would my friends say? What would my mother say? What would I do? What if I actually got myself into trouble? What if I didn't ever get anything else? And just like decide to go all in to just the knowing that that's not actually where I want to be in this moment. Boom. Days later, $80,000 comes in. Yeah. And on something that wasn't even listed. Yeah. I was going to say it wasn't even actually for sale yet. No. I thought we were actually going to talk about this this weekend, three days ago. She's like, oh, shit, the horse sold. I'm like, wait, what now? I thought, I thought we weren't even at that spot yet. It's already done. Right. Already done. But and what I love about this conversation right now is earlier today when we were talking out, like all the things <laughs> about how we talk, how we can't stick to a subject. <laughs> how sometimes we want to talk about horses and sometimes we want to talk about our body and sometimes we want to talk about a relationship and sometimes we want to talk about having a family and sometimes we want to talk about energy and sometimes we want to talk about that and is it confusing to people do I, like <laughs> how do we know the next it's not related but it is connected so it's impossible to be like we are money coaches we are body coaches we are um relationship coaches <laughs> our people are these no you we are the fullness of everything there is no limit on it if we denied ourselves truly of these different changes of the subject we would be denying the actual way the energy works because i know that's just so funny i know you know but it's just so <laughs> wild but just then now we're talking about everything we're talking about money we're talking about success we're talking about relationships we're talking about bodies and we're talking about horses all right. in it's fascinating that some people can just pick one thing how do you do it i don't get it and because literally anytime i decide to make a move in my life it prompts 17 other moves in my life that have nothing to do with that move yeah and that's what i was going to bring up too it'll be so exciting to see how this dynamic change with you and your own the experience of your body all of the other places that that yeah. is connected to the overall quality of having it all like what we know is that's so amazing and one of the most fun things like in retrospect is seeing like when you set something in motion the way to the experience of it is never how you think it's going to be because it's not one for one right like i would have never known you know that the the true way to intimacy through my husband or like with my husband was like dealing with this other stuff or I would have never known, you know, it's just, it's just fascinating the way you think you got to focus in on this one area so that you know that you've got that art mastered so you can move on to the next area. But it's like, you just set these little desires of, of experience into motion. And then it's these twists and turns and they don't seem like they go together and then they just do. And then you're like, Oh my gosh, I can't even believe that that's the way that it all unfolded. Right. And actually, if we, as we're talking it out, to try to limit ourselves into a certain subject or whatever it is, or think it's too much if we talk about all of the things. And like when we say this, I mean, these are split second thoughts that weirdly mm -hmm. shape things. Um, it's in doing that, it's like, puts it into this little box like you, the control that you that I feel like that I need to have over the experience instead of just letting the experience happen as it happens goes against every single thing that we know to be true anyways yeah so crazy like even um in this post I did today about reconnecting and discovering this part of myself from leading uh, Molly's horse through the fairground and like, I didn't have to go looking for that experience. But the truth is, is over the 20 years, I, anytime I was around horses, there was massive energy behind, like inside of myself and in the experience, right? And so my brain would tell me that it was like not for me or that it was unsafe for me to be in the situation or unsafe for the horse or the rider or whatever, because a lot of energy would get riled up when I was around there. And we work with people who are 
they've dedicated their life to horses. Like I can do that with the owners and I can do that in this other realm, but to just actually get physically close to a horse, I actually haven't had to do that in a really long time, but I do understand how the energy of it works. And like that moment that appeared when I had the choice to get close and lead her by myself. Like I knew it was a big thing, but I didn't realize how big it was. I mean, I didn't know it was big. I could feel that it was big. But the thing is what I wanna say is like those things that hold a lot of energy that feel like they're like negative things or not for you or whatever it is in reconnecting myself to that moment and going all into that moment and rewiring and reconfiguring that path to write the future. I didn't know how important that part is in my life. Like the reason why there was so much energy and like weirdness around it is because it was actually painful to not have that experience in my life. And so when I did have the experience and I didn't even know I was craving it and I needed it, it brought so much stuff into focus. So like, as we're talking about, you don't think it's relative, you know, or whatever, you don't know what it is that you're actually craving to have and what led me to that moment. I don't exactly know, but it was a lot of things that led me there to be able to do it and what it has done for me now and catapulted like the connection of what I want to do in this work that I do in the world and, you know, the connection of me and my body, all of these things, like they, they're not related, but they are connected for sure. And it is interesting. And that's why I can say like, to hire the trainer, yes, the overflow is bigger muscles and a you know more fit body. That's the overflow. But the experience is because things are not one for one. And I know it's a move because it's a move. I'm really excited to see the things that trigger off of it when I don't think I can go any further and I still do it anyway. Mm-hmm. All those things are what catapults how the energy is directed in your life. Like it can play out through, it plays out through the conversations, it plays out through the food, it plays out through the moving of the body, it plays out through leading a horse. I mean, it's, it's just wild. It plays out in every single thing. So I think it's really wild that we would somehow think that you could just talk about one thing. <laughs> because it's impossible oh my gosh yeah Delita I I get it I just like I was thinking about that and actually we had um like well a woman that I know who's done a lot of different things and she listened to our free master class and she was like is it okay that I just want to do all the things and at that time I was like well yeah you just you're leading yourself exactly but it was weirdly it just weirdly riled up in me just recently of being like okay is there is this too scattered and and the truth is is like actually what I just really want to do is like talk about the thing in the moment that feels like the most alive to me and some days that's my body and some days that's horses and some days that's my relationships and some days that's my business and some days that's my children and some days you know like it's it's not like and then you're exactly right like you you will miss out on the fullness of life if it has to be like made and shaped and fit into this like specific box of you know a category right you know and and you did say it to me and i don't know if you said it in here but you said it to me like but the the category like the the frame or the category is the fullness of life and so this is the fullness of life for us but we also can show each unique woman how to experience the fullness of life for her right because the truth is is you are massively provided for because you actually are no matter what you are doing it's the belief that you are somehow disconnected to the provisions if you do this or if i do that then that's what the disconnection is it actually you know if i work hard in this area then i'll be massively provided for like you already are massively provided for you just have to be able to go with where the energy is and immerse yourself in that not thinking you're doing something wrong right yeah that's good very good 
speaking of all the things, I have to yep, go get yep. my kids from school now. Next thing to the next thing to the next thing. Okay. All right. Fun talk about all the things. <laughs> I'll see you next time. <laughs> Sounds good.